This podcast is brought to you by Native Co. Gallery, an indigenous-owned business. They offer turquoise jewelry, beadwork, pottery, and Pendleton. You can also shop jewelry and Pendleton on their website at www.nativecogallery.com or in-store at 516 West 12th, Ada, Oklahoma. And let them know Russ from Okie Podcast sent you. podcast a very comfortable podcast uh i have on a special guest for today as always he is a filmmaker director you may have seen him lately you know doing some acting but today i have josiah jones on the show today hey how's it going man he's here (laughs) he made it I'm here. I'm here. I got a little lost in traffic, but I made it. Did you? <laughs> uh, yeah. I took the wrong turn, like on Elm. On uh, I took a left, and then I had a. I was like, I don't know what it was. I don't know Apple Maps. Don't use Apple Maps, but I use it too much. <laughs> and it took me around, and then back on Elm Street, and then I'm just giving your address away. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, anyways. <laughs> Anyways, I got lost a little bit and I made my way here. I but swear it's like every episode gets closer and closer here. <laughs> Somebody mentioned uh what was it? Um what uh Kenosha. Uh. <laughs> and then somebody said uh I think they said Aspen mm-hmm. a few times. And now it's like it's like it's getting closer and closer to just being out there. <laughs> You're gonna have to move eventually. Everyone. Somebody's out there pinpointing my <laughs> Where does he live? So okay, <laughs> if I listen to this podcast at five minutes and twenty seconds, he said this place, and then this one at one minute and twenty seconds besides said this street. Okay, they have everything pin, pin, pinpointed <laughs> on the on the board. Just look for yeah, that yarn is uh, connecting <laughs> pretty, everything. Pretty soon they're going to be driving around see that Pawnee tag, and <laughs> they were like, "There he is." <laughs> I think that's his car. I think that's him. I think that's Steve Russell. Turn it back to Josiah's episode. <laughs> we gotta get that reference. We point. may have missed a clue. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. My bad. <laughs> I didn't even notice that too. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable because uh, you. Uh, I mean, you're pretty chill mm-hmm. and you're cool enough to hold a mic, mm-hmm. like me. And I enjoy just holding a mic to my face and just. Doing it like this, like we're just laying back in a chair, chilling, drinking some sodas yeah, or man. water and green tea, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really comfortable. I was just like kind of zoned out while he was talking about my dress. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually like uh, I don't know. This is like one of my dreams. Is to like get like a giant porch and like sit on a rocking chair and just like crack jokes with like my buddies and like drink lemonade. Oh yeah. <laughs> This is the vibe right now. This is foreshadowing. (laughs) 
Oh, well, uh, so I forgot you were here. Dang, almost two years ago, dude. I know, man. You, you came over for our little Christmas get-together. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that was so so long ago. And I was like, I forgot what I told you. And you're like, oh, yeah, I remember. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, shit, you were here like, I know we played Dirty Santa and played everything. Dirty Santa. Everyone brought good food, There's like 50 people here. I brought sandwiches. <laughs> Nobody ate them. Uh, I ate them. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, good. Okay, somebody <laughs> ate them. My grandma was make teasing me, saying, you're like, you just bring sandwiches? I was like... <laughs> I mean, I like sandwiches, and then I was like, I'm going to eat one, <laughs> and then I brought it, and I was like, well, I better see what's left over. Uh, maybe everyone ate them all. It was like the one I ate, <laughs> and I was just like, and then someone ate half of one. No, I'm just playing. Put just it back. Bite yeah. <laughs> took a bite and put it back. <laughs> no, nah, but like, I took a bunch back home that night. <laughs> Had lunch the next day. <laughs> well, yeah, Meal man, prep for the week. Yeah, meal the prep. <laughs> It was a uh, bologna, um, tomatoes, <laughs> lettuce, maybe cheese on the side if you're fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I can't remember. It might have been ham because, you know, ham and turkey's like, because it was a Christmas party, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. that's definitely like Christmas party meats, I would say. So, I, I'm pretty sure I went all out with ham and turkey. Yeah. <laughs> you brought, yeah, I think you did. <laughs> yeah, I went and gone bologna. That's a, that's a summer vibes right there after swimming in the pool. That's powwow vibes. <laughs> powwow vibes, yeah. exactly. All hot, <laughs> stuff like that. But you reminded me that that was when you were new to he- new here to Tulsa. Mm-hmm. And, geez, I mean, like, it feels like we've known each other forever. I mean, I mean, like, we, we run into each other a lot outside mm-hmm. of everything. But really, like, you know, we've... We got acquainted and mm-hmm. even before that I believe was it the Res Dog at Circle Cinema? I think so. I think that's where we first met. <sighs> I can't remember, but I think I mean that's how I met a lot of people for the first time. I can't sure. but like you know how this I mean like you know how Tulsa is and like well the native community, like we're very tight knit mm-hmm. and uh you know, we all know each other and so like it's uh pretty quick once you get into it, like you get to know everyone pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then uh yeah, there's a lot of good people here, and uh, especially like you, man. And uh, I'm glad to be here, man, and talk to you and stuff like that. I and know we've been planning it for a long time, <laughs> too. Like we always like run to each other, and I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, we, come on, we gotta come on. I was like, yeah. yeah, I was like, I'll look at my <laughs> schedule, and then and then I'll be like, crap, I forgot I'm busy this week and that week. I'm like, dang it, and then I forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. <laughs> like I'll just remember it when I see you, and then <clears throat> but. I know you're busy, and I I got real busy too. So, I mean, we we were always busy, and then we'd forget. So, mm-hmm. but now we now we're here mm-hmm. doing it. You know, I I remembered, uh, and then we you remembered as well. So we got it done. Mm-hmm. But well, I remember the first time you uh, asked me to. It was over the Facebook Messenger, and I remember we just met, and like I think I told you, like I was starting into film and stuff like that. And we were going to meet up, but I remember being nervous of wanting to get on the first place because I was like, I haven't done anything. I only done like a couple short films that were not good. And uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to talk about that. I was like, I still got a long ways to go. Uh, you know, I got, I got, I got to earn that film uh, maker uh, status first. I didn't have to actually like be in the industry and then like also uh, make more of my stuff that I'm like, I was like, yeah, that's this is starting. Well, I saw in my head to starting to become more like it and everything. And so, you know, it's just like because it's like saying like, yeah, I'm a 
really good basketball player, but like then you get on the court and just like, oh, don't pass him the ball, you know. <laughs> so I was just like, I got, I got to earn it first. I got to learn how to shoot a layup first, and then we can start working out to the three pointer. Just the last person picked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now I'm the second to last. Yeah. No. <laughs> Slowly but surely. I feel that because when I first started in the pod, um, the first one I went on was the bright potatoes. Mm-hmm. And that was my friend James and Steven. And they do like movie movie reviews, but <clears throat> they had me on as a guest. And we, we talked about Haggard. It was Bam Margera's movie from mm-hmm. back in the day. And... It wasn't, it was like kind of scripted because they read like uh, good reviews and bad reviews. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like they're doing movies that they feel Rotten Tomatoes got wrong. Yeah. I feel uh, that. Rating. And so we did Haggard and I was, it was over the phone and I was like really nervous because I was like, oh man, like what if I mess up? Yeah. What, what if I, what if I you just know? sound goofy? Yeah, I just sound goofy because <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've sounded goofy when I first started and then uh-huh. and we got through it and then. My like first real like podcast to be on was Magnez, and mm-hmm. he's been in the game for a long time. And mm-hmm. like, I was honored that he asked me. And it was early, dude. Like, I haven't, I never, I didn't start nothing. I didn't like, I wasn't doing much. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, like, damn, I ain't like, I just started podcasting, and I don't really, I don't really feel like I should be on here, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but. Yeah. I mean, we we got on and we just talked. I mean, it it was talked about like, like why I started and all this stuff and getting into it, and then we just talked about movies too, and it was real mm-hmm. cool. So it kind of helped me get over this like nervousness and mm-hmm. like feeling like hump. feeling like I haven't really done much when it doesn't matter, you know. Just go on there and have fun. Yeah, you know? and putting yourself out there, you know. And yeah, just like and like letting loose with friends and everything. I mean, that's all you can do when it mm-hmm. comes to this type of stuff. Yeah, but I feel you on that too. But yeah, man, you've been you've been killing it lately and everything. But I mean, I was, to bring back to that when you talked about being here, where did you move from? So I moved all over, man. Um, I originally grew up in Shawnee, and uh, like I lived there till I was in third grade, I think, mm-hmm. third or fourth grade. And then my dad, he's a basketball coach now, uh, high school basketball coach slash principal. By the time. He was trying to get his first coaching gig and everything. Mm-hmm. And so his first job was a small town called Moss. And so we moved out there to it's around Holdenville. I don't know if you heard of it. I mean I haven't heard of Moss. Class B, man. Like Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. like my class had like probably twenty kids in it and everything. Dang. Yeah. And so um so that's where we went there for the longest time and then he got another job at this all native school called Justice Public Schools. And it's just south of Wewoka. Mm-hmm. So I was around the Holdenville, we woke up Seminole area for a good minute from my fourth grade till eighth grade mm-hmm. and then stayed around there. And then I went to this high school uh, called Allen P- Public Schools in a Chickasaw uh, country. And uh, it's just 20 minutes east of Ada. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember my north, south, east, west. Um, yeah, I think it's something like that. <laughs> and so, uh, so I stayed there throughout high school and everything and, uh, played ball and everything. And my dad, he was still at Justice Public Schools and, uh, and then, uh, we moved, but we moved to Allen for a little bit. And then I moved to Durant, Oklahoma for Southeastern, to, uh, for college and everything. So I lived there 
uh, throughout my college years and then moved up here because I saw there was a great film scene and art scene with Native people. Mm-hmm. Like Res Dog was just starting, Kills of Flower Moon was going on. And, you know, I just graduated. And I was just like, man, if I want to do film, like take it seriously, now's the time. I like, there's no reason for me to stay in Durant um, unless I just want to get my master's. But like, I was just like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that way, I was like, if it fails, then I could just always come back in my master's in business and then, you know, work with the tribe. Because, that, that's, because that's still one of my goals is to, like, give back to the community and, like, work with my tribes, you know. Um, but I was just like, if I want to take filmmaking seriously, I want to at least try and move somewhere where it's actually happening. And so I moved up here. My grandparents lived up here and then uh, lived with them for a little bit and then slowly made my way up here and uh uh and jeremy charles met jeremy charles he took me under his wing and a uh, great dude um because i told him straight up i was like man i don't know much um about filmmaking i've done everything on my own but like i'm a hard worker and like i i've heard great things about you and everyone around you and i just want to be part of that like where it's just rolling up chords and stuff like that but like i just want uh to let you know that like if you give me a chance, I'm going to give it my all and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like how I got acquainted up here in the beginning. And then, well, you said you, you graduated from Southeastern, the Southeastern Oklahoma State University. Okay, Southeastern. It's where Dennis Rodman came from. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I didn't that, know. No, that. it's funny because when we went on a school <laughs> tour, we were walking around a school tour and, uh, uh, they're the the kids or not? I say kids. I mean they're like juniors, and I was like a senior in high school, and they were juniors in college, and they were like, yeah, and like one of our alumni is uh, Dennis Rodman. Take that as you want, um, and then we just continue on. What? Like, yeah, yeah. They have his they have his a number. I mean, number his jersey retired up in the Raptors and everything. He averaged like a triple double there, man. Yeah, I he, gotta look this up, dude, dude. I'm not, I'm not pulling your leg, man. He, dude, he's nice. Look, watch the last came dance in with jokes, <laughs> dude. No, I'm just dude. <laughs> Forget my story. Let's tell a story about Dennis Rodman, man. How he went to Southeastern, became one of the greatest rebounds of all time. No, but yeah, he went there, man. And uh, look, dude. And uh, I mean, that's why I went to Southeastern because I walk, I wanted to walk on there, play uh-huh. basketball, and I made it. Uh, but then I went to like this. Uh, it's called this Native Top Fifty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only did like one or two years but like it was pretty much like a boot camp for people that were going to go to college mm-hmm. uh, for native athletes and when I went you know I was like yeah let me see if I want to take basketball seriously you know yeah. I walked on This was they were going to give you a, a taste of what college was going to be like and I quickly realized I did not want to play college ball because we got about 4am and then like went we did sprints and like the weightlifting and then we went to breakfast and i was like oh man i'm ready to eat some like business gravy like waffles and stuff because you know my family you know we didn't eat healthy that was just few food was fuel so like yeah and so like when i showed up there man they had like apples and like oatmeal <laughs> and like nutri-grain bars and i was just oh. like i was just like what is where's the business and gravy man like where's where's the pancakes like where where's i was like where's the food man and then i quit and i, I was like wait that's not healthy i was like oh okay <laughs> so and then after that week or two weeks however long it was i was just like yeah i'm 
dad, I'm not playing college ball. He's <laughs> 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 like, I'm not trying to get up at 4 a.m. Because I was like, I like basketball, but I don't love it. And so, <laughs> and uh, he was totally fine with it. But he was proud of me for like putting myself out there and actually trying out. Mm-hmm. And plus, I knew I didn't want to do that my whole life either. You know, I ever since I was a kid, I wanted to do filmmaking some way, shape, or form, or at least try it. Yeah. And because I enjoy telling stories and like uh, uh, trying to make people feel something where it's like smile or like think and so like that ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted, so I was just like, I wanted to try that when I got to college because as a kid, me and my cousins, we would do like skits and like short films and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like we would do like fighting films because we like to watch old Ninja Turtle movies and stuff like that. <laughs> and so uh, we also did like, our versions of American Idol, and I would try to be Simon, but I couldn't because I wasn't mean enough. <laughs> <laughs> like my cousins would be like, "Be mean, be mean." I'm just like, "I'm trying," <laughs> and, and then uh, I couldn't do it. But I knew I enjoyed it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I did some drama in high school a little bit, and I also got into writing while I was like in junior high, and uh, I remember writing the story about. Uh, what's it called? The Transcontinental Train Railroad or something like that. that yeah, that was one of the writing prompts or something. Uh-huh. And uh, our teacher says like create a narrative around this premise. It doesn't. Have to, it could be wide range and everything. And uh, mine was like some dude misses chance to date the girl on the train or something. He never saw her again or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was pretty poetic for a little 12 year old <laughs> and uh no but i remember like really digging deep into it i was like writing's fun and i really enjoyed it and so like i kind of after that just came like a little hobby mm-hmm. after that and then uh it really kind of like opened my mind up mind up to like wanting to read and stuff like that because i hated reading growing up man yeah and uh until i read percy jackson then i was like oh this is like a movie inside your head man and so i was like okay cool and so like when I read those books, it made me like, dude, I want to like write more. I want to like make this, you know, and uh, stuff like that. And then just kind of kept going, going. And then like, and I was just like, when I got to college, I was like, you know what? I was like, I'm done with sports. I gave gave it my all. I think I did my run. I really want to try filmmaking for once. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got in the film club and stuff like that. And uh, just did my own stuff on my own uh, for throughout college and everything just trying to hone in my craft and stuff like that yeah yeah because uh that's what if you really love something you want to like hone in your skills and like enjoy the process you know and so that's what i was but i was also didn't know what i was doing either <laughs> <laughs> especially like my first short film golly so there wasn't like a film program there you just had to do the clubs yeah, yeah, they didn't have any film programs. I mean, I think they did. How long ago was that? that you was don't want to say, you don't have to. No, that was two. Oh, so I started in college in 2017. Okay. Yeah, <coughs> it was. Yeah, it was that 2017, 18 year. Okay. And so, and then, uh, but I went to school for business after I changed my major like five times. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy because I knew I wanted to do film. Yeah. They didn't have a film program. Uh, that I knew of at the time, uh, they might do now, but uh, I the only reason I didn't really look into it is because 
at first I wanted to be a nurse. Um, that was my first major mm-hmm. because I just knew I wanted to help people. I didn't know how or what, but I just knew I just wanted to help people. Yeah. And so my dad wanted me to have a good major and good job and stuff like that. And then, and I think I had the heart for it, but I definitely did not have the brains for it because I first semester I failed like the nursing science to get into the program and uh, I had to tell my dad, I was like, uh, so if I don't pass this test tomorrow, I have to drop this because otherwise our, it's only mid semester and I'm already failing the, <laughs> the science to get into nursing school. And so, uh, because they had a nursing program there and, uh, he's like, all right, well, good luck, son. <laughs> and, uh, and because I, he was like, well, you better study it up. You better, you better get after it. And I will. And I told the teacher too, I was like, Hey, today's a deadline to drop classes. Can you get this to me like ASAP? She goes, Oh yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. And so she sent me an email and said, yeah, you failed that test. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, well, thank you. And I told my dad and I was like, yeah, I got dropped the major, man. He's like, well, son, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He's like, he's like, you have to figure it out. I was like, and this is the first time I was really open about it. Because, you know, I kind of kept filmmaking hobby to myself. Mm-hmm. And so this was the first time I actually said it aloud. I was like, man, I want to make movies. I want to I make that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, son, that's not realistic. And I, was, and, uh, and I understood where he's coming from because... He didn't know what that road looked like, you know, because, mm-hmm. because we're from a small town. None of our family is artists. You know, we just do our nine to five jobs. My dad's a basketball coach and stuff like that. And uh, but at the same time, our family was is very artistic. My dad was a writer growing up mm-hmm. and he enjoyed it. He He's a funny storyteller, probably the funniest guy I know. Uh, very quick wit. So like he had it in him. And uh, and I knew and like. I knew all of our family, like I had grandpas that were like artists and stuff like that and uncles too. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, but I was just like, man, and I remember when he said it to me, I was just like, well, other people are doing it, man. You know, why can't I? And so I was like, I want to at least try. And so like, I was like, so I told myself, I didn't tell him, but like told myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to figure out on my own while also getting a degree that's not filmmaking that maybe can help me. And that's why I settled on business degree mm-hmm. after the fifth try. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but I, and I'm glad I did because it helped me think business mind like, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm not the best, but I do know what's being talked about when those stuff pops up, uh, in production and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, uh I'm glad I was able to just hone in my skills and like just work at it because that also said to me, do I really like this or do I really just want to be, heard or something like that you know yeah or you know do i really enjoy the process you know or am i doing this for others you know and uh and i quit when i was putting hours and late and like making terrible short films um uh i was learning each time as i made one and um and i was like you know what i really do enjoy this you know even though it's long acting as uh long hours and like i'm not getting paid but like it's so cool to see a story from your head that goes to paper that goes on the screen and comes to life, you know, in some way, shape or form, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, sometimes there's magic in that. And, uh, uh, I was just like, you know what? After I graduated, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. You know, if I fail, I could say I at least tried, you know? Yeah. That's good though, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
Because <clears throat> dang, I was talking for a minute. <laughs> I went to well, I went to IA and but I had no idea what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and I even know like I knew IA was a art school, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't a good I, art school too. Yeah, I did art like back in my sophomore year. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was drawing a lot, but I just didn't stick around with it because I just figured like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll probably end up playing football somewhere. Mm-hmm. But injuries happen, mm-hmm. and I got injured my junior year, and it sent me in this downward spiral. Spiral, and then, and I, I just didn't understand like failure at that time. Mm-hmm. And then I felt just everybody. It felt like people were mad at me mm-hmm. so it made me feel bad because i felt like i let people down mm-hmm. especially my family and everything so yeah especially I when come from a sports family like, yeah mm-hmm. you know and then like i just never i didn't understand like it's it wasn't the end of the world mm-hmm. and so but then my june my senior year came and i cared but i didn't care mm-hmm. and then i did get hurt too i hurt my back so mm-hmm. i was like man I, I think i'm just injury prone you know mm-hmm. and so i just kind of had to accept the fact that i probably wasn't gonna get an offer mm-hmm. and then i had no idea what i was doing after high school mm-hmm. and i just had to accept the fact like well maybe i'm just gonna stay here forever mm-hmm. in my town and just work mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that but yeah. i always knew there was more out, out there. there to achieve but i had no idea how to get to that mm-hmm. and so but stroke of luck you know i stayed in my hometown for a year and my aunt told me about i mm-hmm. i went out there and i had no idea like what to do and i just applied and it let me in but a lot of friends that i had on same thing it was like i had no idea what was what i was gonna do i didn't have the best grades mm-hmm. i just like was a loss and i i accepted a lot of people that were like that yeah and so it was cool to hear like people's same mindset going in there like i have no idea what college is but i guess we're gonna figure it out yeah that's what we're all here for <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they had at the time they were starting a um filmmaking type of degree but it wasn't like worked out enough to where now like now it's called cinematic arts mm-hmm. back then it was called moving images yeah and i always say like cinematic arts because it sounds uh-huh. so much cooler and yeah better. it does yeah. <laughs> instead of like moving images like what the sounds hell is like, that sounds like, like a, sounds like a powerpoint like you're just making claymation <laughs> yeah no, yes yeah, <laughs> cinema- all claymation but cinematic arts moving sounds, images yeah yeah cinematic art sounds a lot more official <laughs> and so like but they had like a class that was called moving images one and two and then it was like editing and all this stuff and so like growing up like i never had any of this stuff you know mm-hmm. everything was new to me i was like a caveman trying to figure out like this camera and then back then not too long ago it was just oh seven that's when they still was working with the um the cameras that had tapes in them mm-hmm. oh so wow you had to go through that pro they were like legit mm-hmm. state-of-the-art uh cameras but mm-hmm. still they had the tape in them to render like and the machine and mm-hmm. bounce it to your mac and these are like old macs like not like these now but <laughs> yeah. i mean like everything like like i said like it wasn't so long ago mm-hmm. but like technology just seems to advance so keep, fast yeah mm-hmm. like progressing every single now monthly it seems like there's always a new thing out now and mm-hmm. and like had i probably like i i dropped out because i couldn't pay a bill yeah. but i mean even if i maybe graduated i'd be out of i'd be out of touch with 
technology. I would mm-hmm. have to keep learning and learning and relearning stuff. And a lot of things are a lot easier now. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I keep telling people, like if you're just starting out, you could probably just use your phone. Yeah, there's so yeah, the technology advanced so much. It's so much easier to get into the game and like actually hone your skills. There's just so much you can do, man. Mm-hmm. It's wild. It is, dude. And then I was talking, I was talking to somebody about that, and it blows my mind. Like, not because I'm, I mean, I'm like 35, but it just blows my mind. Like thinking about that time to now mm-hmm. to like where we're at now, and like I said, like. Using your phone, like you can, like I shoot 4K, 60 frames per second on my phone, or I can yeah. do 24, 30. And, and then, it's good quality. And it is really good quality. Like these iPhones, I'm sure Samsung too, I'm not in for the debates. <laughs> but, I mean, these iPhones, they have the three cameras on there, uh-huh. or the, the lenses or whatever. And, I mean, like at first I was like, that's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But then you start learning more about like, you start getting into, getting more into like what it is they're doing. and Yep. Like the um, just the quality that is right here in your hands, mm-hmm. and that's why I tell people like, shoot, man, if you just want to shoot a short film or something, you you, you could, could. Mm-hmm. like you you could write it out, you could draw it out, and then you could just start on your phone and go yeah. get some goofy lights from Walmart or something. Yeah, man, and like also use like whatever uh, editing software is available to you. You know, and it's right there on your phone. Mm-hmm. It could be I like movie. iMovie mm-hmm. or like CapCut. Mm-hmm. Or there's like other ones that people use, and it's it's so crazy how everything is just right there right at your fingertips, mm-hmm. rather yes. than like getting it in, coming to your house, and putting it on your computer. Mm-hmm. It takes forever. It's wild now, man. <laughs> yeah, and I wish I was more like in like in the know of like tech savvy because I like I'm, I feel like I'm always behind. I just know like the company I work at, like, I just know our gear and pretty much it, oh, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. And so I'm always out of the know. But all my coworkers, they're always like, oh, yeah, you can do this, you can do that. I'm just like, dang it, I'm so far behind. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> there's just so much you can do, with even especially if you know what you're doing, you know? It's so wild now. It is. Mm-hmm. I have to, I'm I'm behind, too. I'm, I'm always watching YouTube, though. If I don't have like people to ask or they're too busy, I'll just go to YouTube and type it out. And there's somebody yep. there that explains it like mm-hmm. thing for thing. And yep. it's like, here, just do this and do that. And then it's like, for me, it takes me a couple of tries because like, I'm like, what? Like, I really don't understand it, but I keep watching and I'm like, okay, now I'm kind of getting it. So I guess, yeah. and then it just becomes habit if you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's how you get better. I mean, in anything, you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. You know, I'm going to try and fail. And then I'm like, oh, okay. I know what not to do. Okay, that's what that button does and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, you won't be saying, oops. Oh, okay. Well, it was, oh, I was not here when cord. Okay, let's try that again. <laughs> I've done that, dude. Oh, man. I remember we were shooting something for something, and dang, I didn't hit record and did that whole whole scene. Dude, I remember. I was afraid to say I wasn't recording. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I think it was. I can't remember it was a short film or a small commercial I was doing. So like like, like I said, I was in film club and uh-huh. my boy Spence, uh, one of my, uh, my best friend, uh, great dude, and he knew all the tech savvy stuff and everything. I was still new to filmmaking, mm-hmm. and I think we were either doing, like I said, either commercial, a small local commercial, or like a short film. But I forgot to hit record, and I was just like. Uh, Spence, we gotta do that again. I was not recording at all, and then <laughs> he's like, "Dude," and oh man, 
And I can't remember. I might have been with him. Actually, I think we were doing a wedding. I think that's what it was. I oh, think, yeah. Yeah, we were doing weddings. And that's what we would do. We would do weddings. And I was like, I forgot to hit record. Or there would be times I'd be like, oh, that's a nice shot. Oh, daggummit. I got to hit record. And I think that's what it was. It was a wedding. But golly. <laughs> Can you guys run that back? <laughs> uh, yeah. Can we uh, do that whole ceremony yeah, again? <laughs> I know y'all. I know y'all did that. I mean, just for funsies. Let's just run that back one more time. Was that it's, practice? That yeah, wasn't practice. Uh, no. I thought that was rehearsal. <laughs> I thought when he said "I do," I thought it was like, okay, that that was a test, right? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Can we get a better reaction though? Yeah. Uh, more lively this time. <laughs> More clapping. I want to see. I want to feel the love. So that club, y'all would seek out jobs, I guess. Yeah. So he yeah. had a company. So oh, like, oh okay. Yeah. So he so so he was like, uh, my boy Spence. So he was a great. He is a great filmmaker. Uh-huh. Uh, he just, but he likes to take a chill too. And so, um, but like in college, uh, he started film club up. And what's funny is that like. Uh, we came from two different worlds because he came from like a artsy, uh, like he loved filmmaking since he was little, you know, like he's, he's like taking photos and stuff like that. So he was really into that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I grew up playing sports, you know? So like, you know, I, I had like just loose clothes and everything, just chilling. I had slides when I showed the first film club and <laughs> you know, he was wearing jeans and a uh, cool shirt. Like he was styling, like he had style. Mm-hmm. And like, I just showed up in the basketball shorts and slides and like, I think like a, long sleeve shirt i don't even know <laughs> and i'll go backwards hat i don't know definitely wasn't stylish and uh looked like I just showed up late for class or something but anyways <laughs> and i remember he uh i remember he says like, after the film class uh, film club session he was like all right well we're going to start working uh on this short film um so if y'all want to start busting uh, like trying out ideas and stuff like that come by my dorm room and then I was like, yeah, I was like, I need to let him know him for real, you know, because I was like, I'm new to this. I got to earn my respect, you know, and just like show him like, hey, I, I really I'm really interested in filmmaking. I know I don't look like it, but I'm really into filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And so and so I, sh- I showed up to his dorm room. I was the only one that showed up. Oh, really? Yeah. And so it was just me and him. And then uh, uh, and then uh, he was like, well, I guess we could. And so we just ended up just watching short films on like his laptop and like just hanged out in his dorm room and hanged out. Nice. And then uh, after that, uh, he became one of my most loyal friends. I became one of his most loyal friends too because we, we hanged out with each other throughout college. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's one of my best friends. And he taught me everything I knew up until I got here in Tulsa. But even then, when they were telling me stuff, I'll be like, what? Spence knew that, you know, it was just like crazy. You know, just yeah. like, because he was always like, he was always looking on YouTube and like studying the game. Like he was a student of filmmaking. Like, wow. uh, like he, yeah. And he's still like that. And it's just a hobby thing, you know? And he's so creatively talented, you know, because he went to like, I forgot what it's called, but in high school, like it's like an Oklahoma arts or something. And they pull like the best high school students that are like, in the arts where it's like singing or like in drama or filmmaking and mm-hmm. he got pulled in filmmaking he earned it and uh i was like oh man spence you're like a you're like a filmmaking prodigy and uh and he's like oh stop man <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but uh yeah and so he's super talented and uh 
uh, but like I said, he like he likes to take it easy and uh, super chill. It's more just a hobby thing. Yeah. But he's so talented. He taught me everything I knew up until here, and so and showed me like how much a hard work ethic you need to have in this, uh, you know, in this field, you know, and like what it takes to get to a, a higher level. And uh, and he was the first one. I sh- he showed me everything. So shout out to Spence. He uh, helped me get to where I am today. Um, and I couldn't. And there's so many people. Uh, that helped me along the way, but he was definitely one of the first people in the filmmaking journey that was just like, dude, like, I didn't know any of this stuff, and here you knew it as a freshman in college, you know? Yeah. And, uh, um, but yeah, late nights editing together. I remember the first time we edited our first short film together, like, I was, I told him, I was like, hey, man, I don't know anything about editing, but, <laughs> like, I can watch you, and then, like, uh, and, like, just be there for moral support. You know, and like you ain't lo- just let him know, like you ain't alone this man, and that was what, and we stayed up to like four a.m. or five a.m. for a deadline, <laughs> and Dang. just yeah, but that was like freshman year, sophomore year, and uh, uh, but we got it done. I mean, it was all right. It was all right. It was it wasn't a terrible short film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I was just like after doing that, I was like, I want to do my own now. I want I want to try be in charge, you know, mm-hmm. as director slash like producer and just like make a short film. And I did that that's later that summer. But yeah, shout out to Spence. He's the dude. He's the he's the filmmaking guy that helped me along the way in the beginning. What was your What was your film? The one you did. <laughs> Golly, don't, don't make me talk about it. Ah, golly, <laughs> I think I think I I didn't even next so, question. So, well, I'll <laughs> no, tell I'm you, but not. I'm just <laughs> yeah. It's called, I don't even remember what I called. I don't even think I called it anything. It uh-huh. might be a title in the short film, but on my Google Drive, it's called my short film because I know to avoid that one. Avoid um, <laughs> 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 Yeah, man. It's, it's, so what happened was, um, so yeah, I'm trying to remember how it started. Oh, so it started in spring semester before uh my junior year and it was the summer between my sophomore and junior year of college and i was just like i need to make a short film you know mm-hmm. I, uh to see what it takes you know see if i actually like it that's a full because after doing self-expense and stuff like that i had the kind of idea what filmmaking is like so i was like okay i need to be in, i want to be in charge and see what it's like you know it's kind of like coaching your own team see what you got what it takes yeah and so Row script, and the only reason I wrote it was because I got into longboarding slash skateboarding, and I was just like, I just wanted to see myself just ride it, you know. <laughs> and so I was, and so I put out this whole horror movie or something around it. I don't even remember what the premise was, but I just know I was like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna film it in Shawnee. That way I can hang with my uncles and stuff like that. And like I know my cousins, they can help me out and everything because I knew a lot of people in Shawnee, like my family, like like send the family and stuff like that i was like yeah they're gonna help me out and everything i was like stuff like that so i text like one of my cousins i was like hey man can you uh would you like to be in my short film like like bring your friends and stuff like that he's like yeah yeah we totally can i was like awesome and then i asked one of my childhood friends i was like hey man like do you want to be the lead in my short he's like yeah man of course of course i got you because he want he said he told me before he was wanting to get into acting so i was like yeah man i was like all right sweet this is awesome i was like this is easy it's coming together man and then so the day before we were supposed to shoot on the first day of shooting, um, my cousin takes me, hey, I can't make it. I was like, oh, okay, well, what about, uh, like, 
other cousins and like uh your friends oh oh no i haven't really reached out to them but i can't make it so i didn't, that's why i didn't really reach out to them oh okay well we can just push it yeah let's, let's just push it man i was like okay i was like well i'm already in town maybe i could film something so that's why i feel myself riding around the longboard or skateboard throughout shawnee downtown shawnee and i was like all right well the next day i'm gonna film something uh with the lead you know and then uh, i was just like a side character and then we get there and then uh my good friend shows up and he go and he because he asked for the day off for his work he's like yeah yeah he's like once i'm off like i'm with you all the way man so i bet this douche love him to death but he showed up for 30 minutes and then just end up just leaving what yeah he was just like oh i gotta get going man i was like what 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 for he's like i got work i was like bro what i was like you told me you had off oh yeah something happened i got i gotta go and i was just like like what i was like okay i was like well you say you can film tomorrow too are you still able to film and he said yeah yeah i'll be here i'll be here and so he's all he said uh, i was like, all right we'll meet up at nine o'clock same place he's all right cool man and then so next day he shows up nine o'clock happens i was like hey man you ready to go we, we can meet up with my uncles no response 10 o'clock shows around hey are you up are you still ready to are you still wanting to film no response because, you know, I had no name to myself, you know. It's just my first time doing this. And mm. so I don't blame them because it was very unprofessional. And, like, I didn't know what I was doing, too. But I just knew I wanted to get it done. And and so and he uh, didn't respond at all. And it was, like, 1030. I was like, bump this, man. I go to my uncle's house. And I go. I wake him up. And I go. Uh, I say, hey, get up. We're going to film this short film today. And he goes what he was like he was like, we're, we're so-and-so and i was like i was like they're not the lead i was like, i'm the lead now i was like we're just gonna film the bare minimum of the script uh he was like oh but i don't know how to run the camera i was like i'll show you you just hit record <laughs> and and then we finished it all in one day and it was not good but and i remember showing it to like my family and they were like oh that's that's nice and I was like, oh, gosh. But I was really, at the end of the day, I was proud of myself because I was like, at least I finished it, you know? Yeah, yeah. you know. And uh, but I remember being embarrassed and like, oh, man. But I was like, well, I know what not to do, not to get a whole bunch of people, you know, uh-huh. a whole big script, especially for my first short, you know? Because it is hard. We have no money and, like, it's your first time and you're just trying to do something for the first time, you know? Yeah. And it's just like – uh People didn't know what to expect either. I didn't know what to expect either. And so I was like, okay, I know what to do. I want for my next short, I'm going to keep it very simple. Uh, But, yeah, it was definitely a hard lesson to learn in the beginning. But I was glad I finished it, though. Yeah. It's always like that, though. Like with first things, they never go right. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? Like it's just not what you expect Mm -hmm. your mind is like you're excited you're like oh man and your mind is like just giving out all these uh these pictures these frames in your head of like this Mm -hmm. is is how it's gonna gonna happen this Mm -hmm. is is what it's gonna be and man we're gonna have fun and we're gonna have like tons of people there and then Mm -hmm. and then it happens and then like each time each like each hour goes by it's like oh god like Mm -hmm. it's not turning out how i want it to and then but I mean, like that's that's like I said, man. That's how it goes. Like, cause you, you know this. Mm-hmm. I know this. A lot of people know this. But some people still have like a hard time 
that whatever you do, it's never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's never going to go right. You can get it done like you did. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's not going to be, like, the perf- the most perfect thing you've ever made. Like, yeah, especially on your first one. Yeah, and then it's good to have those thoughts of, like, yes, like, this is how it's going to be. It's going to be awesome. Like, we're going to have fun. It's good to have that, but just don't be too hard on yourself when it doesn't happen like that. Yeah. You know, you just have to accept, like, I don't have control of, like, what happens. Mm-hmm. I don't have any control about how this may end up and how it may look. You just mm-hmm. have to accept, like, man, that was tough. Like, that was yeah. a, rough, a rough go of, like, of actually finding out if you want to do it or not. Exactly, man. Yeah. And I remember finishing it. I was like, but you know what? That was fun you know it was cool like hanging out with my uncles and Mm -hmm. like filming till like midnight or one it was really cool and like we bonded you know Mm -hmm. and uh, it was also really cool because they're much older than me and so it was really cool like just actually talking to them because i was in college and like i wasn't a kid no more and like we were just talking it was just really cool like we went to waterburger afterwards and we were all like man what are we doing the next project and stuff like that you know (laughs) that's tight yeah and so it was really as I look back, I was like, you know what? That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad I finished it through because for a minute, I was just like, man, I should just throw this away, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I knew if I didn't finish it, I don't know if I would finish the second one, you know, or even start the second one, you know? Yeah. And so, and I knew I really wanted to do it and so be like, well, I have a short film. It's not good, but I do have a short film, you know? Just, just for me to be like, at least I tried, you know? And so, that's... uh. But I knew on my next short film, I knew what not to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is don't like uh, what's the phrase like don't buy off more than you can chew. Yeah. Yeah. I knew yeah. I was like, OK, I know what to do this time now. Um, And it turned out pretty good. Um, That one I'm actually really proud of. That second one. Yeah. Probably more relaxed. And I mean, the f- you knew like from the first one, it was like okay like it's like the hard part's over now yeah yeah well it was just like also like i try to make it like a movie you know uh-huh. like you know because i it was like so many locations you know in shawnee it was like seven you know yeah like, i was going from here to there to, like first part was supposed to be like in a parking lot and then another part was to be at somebody's house and somebody else's house and then like downtown shawnee and then all this and that you know and then me doing chasing you know stuff like that and so there's a lot of moving parts and i was like you know what on my next one i'm just gonna keep it in one spot and not move at all mm-hmm. and so but i didn't know what at the time when was that 18 that was yeah that was an 18 18 mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was uh so i don't know if you when did you move here 20 was it 20? 21 21 okay yeah. i think before that is when like covid hit well, I mean, yeah, like COVID did hit, but before mm-hmm. that, I think is when was it the Cherokee Nation Film Office? They had a oh, it was like a short, short film. Yeah, did in you twenty twenty? Yeah, I remember seeing that. I didn't enter it, but I was working on a short. I just filmed my that second short film I did. Uh huh. Um, I wanted to do something because I was just like, oh yeah, that'd be cool to like put my name out there. I definitely wasn't putting that first one in there, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but I was like, oh, that's so cool. And that was the first time I actually heard of the Cherokee Film Office. Yeah, it was because of that COVID short film. Did you enter it? I did. Really? What you do? So it's a funny story. I haven't told it in a while, but I thought it'd be funny to tell you because mm-hmm. it was. I haven't done a short film in a long time. Yeah. Prior to this and. 
<clears throat> and so the rules were like, oh, you got to shoot it on your phone. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you got to you got to edit it. In like, this amount of time. Yeah. Stuff like that. In, in that amount of time. And you got to you can't add like a lot of effects to it. I think it was mm-hmm. just like straight like just shoot it, edit and send it in. That was pretty yep. much the rules. And then. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then you had to mention we well, had to show like toilet paper, hand sanitizer, somebody washing their hands. And something else that yeah. they made us do during COVID. And mm-hmm. so I remember we shot it and it was like a, it was called smudge. Oh, that sounds familiar. Dude, this, the, all this stuff you're saying, I remember this because like the hand sanitizing, yeah. like the toilet paper, like uh-huh. that all had to be incorporated in some shape or form in your short. In the short. Yeah. yeah. And bro, like, okay. So it was called smudge uh-huh. and I I call my boy uh my bro Josh Pianata and mm-hmm. he's an actor and I was like man I was like it was like the day before turning it in and I was uh-huh. like I debated on it I was like I don't know if I want to do it or not cuz uh-huh. I haven't done one in a while and yeah like I get so like I get so critical of myself yep. and then mm-hmm. it's just like it irks me to watch my own shit yeah no same I'm still like that man I I am too like mm-hmm. I'll do something and people will be like, man, it's tight. And I'm like, oh, no, man. Oh, man. I could have done I'm, this. I'm, I could have done that. I'm very hard on myself. Yeah. And, but he he was like, man, I, I texted him. I was like, he's, I was like bro, let's, I was like, let's just do something. I was like, just, and I'll, I'll think, if it looks okay enough, I'll, I'll fix it and I'll turn it in. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I'm down. I ain't doing nothing. And so that's when everything was kind of shut down, anyways. And yeah. so he came over like around eight. No, it was about six. And then, we kind of sat around here and I drew everything out like a comic strip. And yeah, I was like, all right, man. I was like, so do this. And, you know, we ran the scenes and probably took about an hour and a half. And I was writing stuff down too for him to say, which wasn't very much, but it ended up not being him. He just said like one line and that was it. Uh huh. And so we were okay with it. Then he forgot this black bodysuit, like the morph suit, you know? Uh huh. And because uh, he said he had one, but he forgot it, so I had to run back to his house and get it. Uh-huh. So we didn't really start filming until like eight thirty or nine, and so deadline was twelve a.m. And Jeez. then, and so I was like, "All right, man, we gotta hurry up." So yep. we made Charmin put that suit on, uh-huh. and she's claustrophobic. <laughs> oh my! And I was goodness. like, "Oh man, I was like, I don't know if we're gonna be able to do it." And then, but I said, "Just put it on and leave the uh-huh. head part off." And, yeah, and we'll, I'll tell you when we're ready. Uh-huh. And so. Basically, like it's on YouTube. It's called Smudge. It's probably on my on my personal one. Yeah, but it didn't. I I didn't like post it till like weeks later. But it's on there now. But mm-hmm. um, but he's in the room. He's playing a game, and the light in the hallway keeps going on and off. Yeah, and finally, like the third time it goes off or it turns back on, he walks in the hallway, mm-hmm. and it's like him looking out. And I changed the view to POV. Yeah. And as soon as it, the camera pans back to the light, this, like, hand, it's that morph suit, but it comes and it turns the light off. And, like, as soon as he turns, it gets turned off, he wakes up from a dream. Uh-huh. And, like, the room's dark. Everything's kind of off. And yeah. he's just kind of looking around. Mm-hmm. And that's when we needed Charmin. <laughs> and I was like, man, I was like, just put it on for, like, 15 seconds. I was like, yeah. just put it on and push just the door. need this quick shot. Yeah, we just need this quick shot of you jumping on him. Like, not on him, but, like, jumping at him. Um, and, yeah. And I'll add something scary to it. Mm-hmm. And then it took forever because she was like, I can't breathe. I can't. <laughs> and freaking out. And I was like, just do it. 
and finally uh-huh. we got it and it was good like i just kind of sped it up and it, she jumped like adam uh-huh. and i cut it off and he woke up from another dream uh-huh. and he's in our room and he wakes up and he's uh-huh. like looking around again and then she she's like this is before she was acting but yeah yeah she was like are you all right uh-huh and he's like yeah uh-huh. i just need to smudge and it <laughs> ends and so like we got done uh-huh. and i edited it and it's like 11 30 uh-huh and i show it to him and i look over the rules one more time and uh-huh. i missed the part where it said toilet paper hand sanitizer oh we didn't add that and so yeah i was like i didn't do this for nothing so yeah. i cropped out toilet paper uh-huh. a roll of toilet paper from our bathroom and i put it behind him uh-huh where he was sitting uh, when he woke up. And yeah. He was kind of floating on the table. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember I sent it in, and the next day they sent it back, and they said, hey, we can't use this because you're not using toilet paper, or you're not uh-huh. using anything in the rules. Yeah. And I said, you better go to a minute and 20 seconds, and you see it right behind them. Yeah. And I was hoping, I was like, they wouldn't notice it was yeah. fake. Uh-huh. And they said, oh, we missed it. Okay, yeah. you're in. <laughs> <laughs> you slide dog, man. It. Yeah, slid right in. <laughs> but if you go to that i got the one that's not edited like that and i got uh-huh. the one that i did and but the one that's up is if you go to that one part and there's a table sitting behind them it's like it's just a toilet paper and it's like barely touching the table but it's like floating there yeah and that you could i mean Dude, it's pretty good you yeah. can't like you can you can hardly tell it's like fake but uh-huh. if you really look probably it, somebody it, like you you could probably be like what's what yeah, is that? that what is that it's like ghost toilet paper yeah <laughs> <laughs> the magic of film editing man <laughs> And what's funny is that, like, that is a real thing. It's just, like, people aren't going to notice that. But, like, we will. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I didn't win. But it was cool to just kind of do it and have fun. Yeah, I think. Riker won that yeah, first Yeah, Riker. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, a, that's the first time I heard it. So I was still in college. So, mm-hmm. like, and his, I, I was, like, impressed by his. Yeah. Because he was, like, an action film. He did a lot of stuff. Yeah. He and did a lot. <laughs> I looked at his. I looked at mine. And I'm like, yeah, he he killed it. Yeah. There were some people that had some good ones on there, but he did like locations. Uh-huh. And then he did a fight scene. Yep. And it was like he killed it, man. Yeah, it was it was like a good 3 minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. Cuz I know they had well to be paced short and everything. Man, yeah. It was so good for that quick of a turnaround. Like, that's like I said, that was the first time I ever heard of Riker, you mm-hmm. know? And I was still in college and like I was when these came out, I was just like I was like, oh, wow, this is actually really good for, like, a 24-hour or whatever it was. Yeah. Like it was, because it was a quick turnaround. It was. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty sick, man. <laughs> I didn't know you entered that, though. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't have a – I was at my home with my parents, so I didn't have any idea what to do. You know, I think I was also still doing homework, too. hmm So, uh, but I did – I think it was also because I just finished, finished filming that second short film, mm-hmm. and – um. And so I was also kind of burnt out, you know, of ideas. Because, you know, after, like, you do that type of stuff, you're just kind of like, oh, gosh, I got yeah reset, you know. Yeah. But I was like, that's so cool that you're in that. Because uh, I was, that's how I follow a lot, started following a lot of people. Because I was just like, oh, they're doing this, they're doing that. Oh, mm. that's so cool. And so like that, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> Man. But, yeah, shout out to Josh. Mm-hmm. I want to. I wanted, I wanted to make a sequel to that because I did. They did one that next year too. It was the same. It was the same thing, but it was like Okie Short Short Two or something like that. But that I didn't does, get to enter that one. That does sound familiar. Yeah, 
because so cool. COVID was still kind of going around and stuff. But yeah, I do remember that first one though. That first one was epic. Yeah, and then the second one, I think they had a lot of people in there. I mm-hmm. don't know if Riker entered anything, but. I honestly can't even remember that one, but I know they did have mm-hmm. a sequel to that first one. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I contacted Josh. I was like, man, we should make a sequel. Uh-huh. And he was like, I'm down, but we just never did it. Yeah, it's just so hard, man. Uh, especially when you don't have that much time, you know, you're doing other things. You know, it's just so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I was impressed with Rikers. Uh, and, man, he, he's a talent. That's another talented filmmaker right there, man. He's He's good. He's yeah. He was my first guest on here. Oh, for real? Yeah, dude. Like way back when I started, and uh-huh. bro, like I didn't even know who he was. Uh huh. We were friends on Facebook. Yeah. But I would see his posts of like uh, doing stunt work. Yeah. And acting stuff, mm-hmm. and like just filmmaker stuff, and yeah. I was afraid to like talk to or even ask people on Messenger. Yeah. And I remember like I just kind of reached out well like i i got brave enough to reach out finally i just like i hit up like five people and i was mm-hmm. like we'll we'll see if you know if mm-hmm. no then that'll give me an excuse not do it mm-hmm. and so he i typed it in typed in Riker, and i was like hey man like uh I'm, I'm doing a podcast can if you want to you don't have to but yeah uh i'd like to have you on as a guest and uh-huh. i kept saying like you don't have to like uh-huh. <laughs> trying to get like you know, because you're scared, you don't want to put yourself out there, and uh-huh. really, I don't have much much to talk about. And mm-hmm. so, and but he said, "Yeah, like I'm always down to help people start yeah. stuff or whatever." And he came on, and and uh, it wasn't for me, for myself, like like we talked about earlier, like being perfect your first time doing something. Yep, I wanted to be like so perfect. I wanted to sound so. I don't know. Articul- educated, or arti- yeah, articulate. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like one of those voices is like, man, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, like mm-hmm. no mistakes, no nothing. Just like I want to be like that guy. Mm-hmm. And then like, and I say this all the time. Like Riker carried me that entire episode because, I mean, he just had like, he'd done so many amazing things mm-hmm. at that time, and he's continuing to do a lot of amazing things. But at that yeah. time. I mean, he had like a story to tell, yeah. and my input was like, "Dang, that's, that's cool, man!" Dang, <laughs> and I kept saying "dang" all the time, and I kept yeah. editing, I edited like <laughs> a lot of those "dangs" out, yeah. And I just like, oh man, I just couldn't listen to myself, and I was like, "Dude, yeah." And then I I needed to put it out though because Riker drove here, he made time for me, and mm-hmm. his was like he was perfect, dude, to mm-hmm. me. He talked and he was funny and he made me laugh. Yeah. But it was just me like being critical of myself. Yeah. And just being like. Especially your first time, you know? Yeah. It Like, I mean, we talked about earlier, but it's just like, I want to be perfect, you know, but yeah. that doesn't, that's not, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. So it was good to get that out of there and just be like, dude, like just do it. Like just talk yeah. and just listen, learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, like learn about these people that you have on and stuff. And so. That's where that's now it's like I don't even care like yeah <laughs> exactly now we're just laid back now chilling. we're just laid back like we're, we're pros bro like I was, like I was like you're a pro man this is good <laughs> <laughs> now, I didn't hear I don't, actually I don't think I heard you say dang at all yet <laughs> <laughs> that was my go to yeah that was my go to word my yeah mine's like dang that's crazy <laughs> that's wild man dang. I tend to say like whoa like whoa. I go whoa like a lot because like some people like. 
lay something on me on here and i'm like whoa yeah and then they'll keep like talking about it and but it's something i don't know about but it's such a better word than dang i guess yeah i still use dang sometimes but it's not like i do dad gum <laughs> <laughs> that's because that's my dad always said <laughs> He'd be like, that gummit, Josiah, <laughs> on the basketball court. That gummit. <laughs> and so now it's just like, I'll say it to him. I'll be like, that gummit. <laughs> and so. Oh, yeah, your dad was a coach, huh? Oh, yeah. That's what he's he said, yeah. He's yeah, coach. he's a good coach. He's yeah. really good. Um, uh, and he has a good story, too, just because, like, his story is very similar to mine. Just, mm-hmm. like, doing a field he was not familiar with, even though he played basketball and yeah. he loved basketball. He didn't never ever see himself as a coach or anything, or even in the education field. Mm-hmm. But uh, after uh, having me, he was just like, you know what? I want to, I want to do something. You know, I want to be there for native kids, some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's when he became uh, uh, a high school basketball coach, uh, and then became a principal. But man, he's so because he, I mean, he gives me advice still to this day because. It, uh, I couldn't ask for a be- better parents, man, because they're always there for me and then mm-hmm. looking out for me. Even though he said, like, he's like, that's unrealistic. He was just looking out for me because, like I said, he didn't know what that looked like. But, like, for him, like, he, when I was telling him when I first moved up here, I was like, man, there's, I was like, all these talented people. Like, I I don't know how to, like, be around them, you know? Like, I don't know. Well, these are real fam- filmmakers, you know? These are mm-hmm. real deal. I, I don't know how to feel it. And he's like, well, son, like, that's just part of it. And he's like, you know, you got to start somewhere. And it's like, for me, when I was first coaching, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know my coaching style or how to connect. But I just knew I want to be personal with these kids and be more than just a coach. I want to be the, like someone to be there for and stuff like that, you know. Um, because that's what he wants to do like with Native kids, just be there for them and, like, show them, like, hey, you can do more, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that's what he's always taught me since I was a kid, you know. Like trust your instincts and like be confident in yourself, and then also uh, uh, be there for others and the people that helped you along the way, you know. And uh, so yeah, he's just an awesome dude. He's an awesome coach, and he's t- he's helped so many people uh, from what I know. And now you know, mm-hmm. er- everyone knows him as Coach Jones and everything. And uh, uh, it, yeah, he's just awesome dad to have you know yeah i don't call him dad i call him coach you call him coach yeah i call him coach because cool. it's funny because in junior high uh that's when we started becoming more coach and son relationship mm-hmm. but i remember we we're in before practice or something and he was talking to somebody i was like hey dad 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 and he wasn't responding i don't uh-huh. know it's because he didn't hear me or what but i was like coach he goes what and he looked real quick and then Ever since then, I was just like, <laughs> uh, we all call, all my siblings, we call him coach. Um, besides my baby sis, we, uh, she says dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all of us, all of, all, of all of her brothers, we all say coach. <laughs> I like that. I like how, like, I mean, like, because people think, like, coaches are just, their minds on one thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. winning and all this stuff. But yeah, really, like, when you hear a coach, like, speak from the heart, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they can say some pretty amazing things mm-hmm. that you'd never think, like, they would say. I mean, like, you're, he's your dad, right? But yeah. I'm talking, like, people that don't know him on that personal level. Yeah. Like, that's how it was for our coaches, too. Like, you know, we got, we got beat so bad. But mm-hmm. then they would say something, like, from the heart of, like, I wouldn't trade y'all for nobody. Yeah. You know, like, or mm-hmm. something like that. Like, 
you know, like all these championships, like it's, I don't, it don't mean nothing if it's not with you guys or just something, you know? Yeah. And I remember like talking to like the high school guys as the, you know, as I got older and everything, I was like, man, what, what was like y'all's first impression of my dad? They're like, man, he was the first native coach that we had, you know, mm-hmm. um, because they were all natives. He was like, it was the first time we saw it before and stuff like that. So it was really cool to have like somebody that like understood our coach and like understood the culture, you know, being yeah. native, you know, and, uh, and, uh, you know, like it was cool. Like, even though he would yell at us and make us run all the time when we were <laughs> acting goofy and stuff like that, yeah. at the end of it, he would be cracking jokes and teasing us too, you know, it was just like similar to all the relationships in my life. You know, that's what some the high school guys were saying, you mm-hmm. know. And I definitely see that it's pretty cool. And like you have an older like mentor that like understands where you come from and stuff like that. Yeah. So and that's how and that's how he is. You know, he's a genuine guy and he's enjoys people, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, being there for the close ones, you know. So does he still coach? Yeah, he still coaches. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He still coaches at coaches at his class B uh, Sasakwa. Um, He's a. uh, uh, he's he's going. I think he's going to retire once my brother, who's in eighth grade, he's going to retire. Uh, once he goes through, because he's going to be the best out of my me and my other brother, um, just because he he loves it more and mm-hmm. he like and he's built for it, you know, and like he wants to be the best he can be, you know, mm-hmm. and so, uh, so yeah, it's exciting to watch him, uh, and I love watching my brothers play and do all their little activities because I got another brother who uh, plays piano and it's really cool to watch his uh, recitals and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, it's, and then I got a baby sis who just does whatever she wants. <laughs> it's so cool. Like she does soccer. She did, uh, what's it called? Tumbling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then now she's doing softball. I haven't watched her do softball, but she's always invited me out. But uh, she's only eight, but she's really cool. She's She cracks me up. Cause she's uh she don't back down from nobody. She's not shy or anything like we were as kids. And yeah. so, so like when she's like, uh, when she goes to like a ball game or something, she'd be like, all right, mom, I'm gonna go hang with my friends. And then my mom was like, okay, cool. I was like, that's so weird. I remember like, even though they're my best friends, I was afraid to leave like my parents' side because I was like too shy or something to talk mm-hmm. to other people and yeah. stuff like that. And then I will eventually make my way over there. But like, uh, if I just said hi, it was a good night. <laughs> 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 I was the same way. I was super shy. I was so shy as a kid. It and then even like in college, I was like super shy. But mm-hmm. it, that helped me come out of my shell a little bit. Yeah, like that snail just mm-hmm. kind of reaching out. And then and then I I kind of got back in my shell. But we moved back here and mm-hmm. just didn't really have like any idea of like what I was gonna do mm-hmm. about anything. And yeah, it took a while to kind of figure out like man i should just start a podcast and yeah and then i had to come out of my shell even mm-hmm. more you yep. know to speak to you know the entertainers filmmakers mm-hmm. everybody out here connect, doing, yeah, you know connect god that's another thing like i didn't know how to do that like mm-hmm. i just i just knew yep. how to joke around and play around like and I, like i did in college but it was always tough breaking that first ice you know yeah like with you just i like uh had to break that ice with you at circle cinema mm-hmm. and then just kind of 
became friends, you know, like yeah. all of us, everybody two, just became friends out yeah. here. Two two shy guys now on yeah. a podcast. Two shy guys <laughs> just leaning back. <laughs> yeah, leaning back, relaxing, about to fall asleep. Hey. <laughs> my, I remember my dad would joke. He'd be like, boy, quit being shy. I'd be like, man, I can't help it. Dang, like, I had family say that yeah. too. Quit being shy. This, <laughs> this is your auntie. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a good friend of mine. <laughs> hey, <laughs> little Josiah, like ten year old. Hey, I know. Just, just go back and play my D, my Nintendo DS. No. Yeah, <laughs> yep, <laughs> yeah. Get out here and quit being shy. Quit being shy. <sighs> then it makes you more shy. I know. Just like, hey. <laughs> I mean, I still sometimes I don't know what to say. Sometimes, but I've definitely gotten way better. And people are actually shocked that I say, "Well, I'm shy," mm-hmm. um, just because I'm very goofy now and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I'm always being goofy, but like, uh, I, I would never show that, you know, yeah. unless I was close with somebody. And so, uh, some of my people, I was like, "Yeah, I grew up shy." They're like, "No way!" And I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "I, was like, I remember the dad would get on to me and stuff like that." Like, <laughs> hey, come on, boy, quit being shy. <laughs> speak up. <laughs> yeah, speak up. <laughs> speak up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny <laughs> Cracks me up Oh god I don't miss those days Oh man yeah, yeah. <laughs> But he he always But what was The reason he would say that too Is because he said He's like He, he saw it in me You mm-hmm. know He's like yeah. He knew I had it in me Um, He was just uh, You know He wanted me To get a head start You know and Yeah like, uh, Reach my full potential like, Yeah Like a good coach does <laughs> We didn't understand that though being kids yeah exactly just like it's, it's like why you make me do that it's just like dude leave me alone just leave me in my shell <laughs> yeah man let me be let me read in my shell yeah let me talk <laughs> let me talk to my little brother man <laughs> let me i'll talk to him <laughs> oh yeah man i mean like and you know you moved here after all of that mm-hmm. and then you say you started working with jeremy and so i know you've been there for what? Almost, uh two years now dang two mm-hmm. years. yeah dude like Time flies, man. I know how busy you are, man. Like I see all the things like they you all do, and mm-hmm. God, man, it's just a constant. Every day is like something, you know. Every mm-hmm. day is a different place, a different. I mean, I see it, dude, mm-hmm. and I know you work with. Um, well, hold on, is it Jeremy's or is it Cherokee Nation? Uh, no, it's Jeremy Charles it's Pursuit. Called, yeah, Pursuit. Films. Okay, yeah, that's okay. his company. I know he does both, but I didn't know. I know they're separate too, so I just wanted to make sure I got the right one. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is his company mm-hmm. that he owns and everything. He's the owner, uh, and then uh, Cherokee Film Office is separate. He started it, um, but like that's their whole different thing. Yeah. But yeah, he's so talented. What's crazy is that like my one connection helped me get to him. Uh, do you know Blake Brown? No. You might. Uh, you know Nick Buttram? Oh man, that sounds familiar. Yeah, he works with me at Pursuit. Um, but anyways, uh-huh. it's his girlfriend, Blake Brown. And how I met her was I was, uh, gore dancing out in Carnegie and for the first Americans museum, they were out there. And this was, I just finished my horrible first short film. Mm-hmm. And I was out there every July 4th. We're always out there on my, on my Kawa side. We're dancing Gord, uh, on my Goomba side, shout out to them. Um, and, uh, we were out there. And they were out there for the three days, and we're out there dancing and everything. And on the last day, I was like, "Man, I got I got to talk to one of them." You know, I was like, "I need to make a connection." I'm, I'm really interested in filmmaking, and this is when I'm like barely know anything, stuff like that. So I was just like, "I got at least say hi or just talk to them." You know, this is what I'm 
relatively shy still, mm-hmm. but like I'm able to speak up a little bit more. And so, uh, and then Blake Brown's right behind our seating area, like recording or just chilling or something. So I'm just going to go up to her and just introduce myself. So I go, Hey Blake, I'm Josiah. I'm just curious. How'd you get into this? And she was so nice. And like, we, uh, and was just tell me her whole story, like how she got into filmmaking and everything. And she gave me her business cards. Like, Hey, if you ever uh, want a tour of at the time, fire three productions, let me know. Uh, and we can introduce you to the whole crew. I was like, Oh yeah, that'd be cool. And so, I can never make my way up there and stuff like that. But I knew uh, I was sent an email just like, hey, um, just let you know I'm still here, you know, stuff like that. Just let you know I'm, you know, I'm still interested. Mm-hmm. And so once I graduated, I emailed her again. I said, hey, um, I'm thinking about moving up to Tulsa. You think you can introduce me to your boss? Because I knew she left uh, uh, to your boss, Jeremy Charles. She was like, yeah, let me get you connected. And so she connected me. And then Jeremy immediately reached out to me um, because he wants to give back to him. He wants to help the next generation of filmmakers, especially native filmmakers, and give back to them and teach, share all the knowledge he has and give them a chance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and so first time I met up with him, we got a drink and we were just hanging out. And uh, he's like, he's like, well, we don't really have a position open, but like. Uh, if you want to, uh, we have a PA. We need a PA in a couple of weeks. Are you available for that? At the time, I was working at Hibbets and Ada, and doing extra work on Kills or Flyer Moon. So I was like, Yeah, I can do. It. I can make that work. And so, so I remember like going back to Ada that night, staying with my parents and stuff like that, and working Hibbets. And then I did I did the PA job, and I was just like, Whoa, this is a lot, but it's fun, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like a buffalo shoot or something for the Cherokee Nation, and. Uh, pretty soon he was like, Hey, he's like, come in once a week at the office. He was like, we, we need some help around the office. I was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So he brought, so I came in like once a week and still work at Hibbits and then I'll do extra work at Kills of Fire Moon and then do, t- and then do it uh, and then work with them for that one day and then go back to Ada and work at the shoe store. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, did that for a few weeks. And he was like, Hey, why don't you come in twice a week? You say you do premiere stuff, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, I know, I know how to use it. He's like, okay. He's like, Come in twice a week. We need help assistant editing stuff like that. Okay, so I still did my rounds and then like came in twice a week and then I would tell him, "Hey, I, can't, I need these two days off." And then, pre- and then, and then month goes by. And he goes like, "Hey, why don't you come in three days a week? Why don't you come in four days?" He's like, "Hey, would you like to come on full time?" By I started in like in June with them of 2021, and then he pulled me on full time as an assistant editor and everything on 2020 uh, in September. And I remember being like, oh, my goodness, this is crazy. You know, I, I did it, you know. And I was like, I knew I had a long ways to go. Like, my ultimate dream is to be, like, a director full-time, stuff like that. But I was just like, it was crazy. Like, I even, it was just even being part of that company and being part of these people that, like, I know have done great things in filmmaking, uh, especially as Native people. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, so cool to just, like, be surrounded by them and learning and also be be like yeah we're taking on your uh we're taking you under our wing and like uh showing you the ways you know mm-hmm. and uh yeah but jeremy took a chance on me and i'm glad he did because he's such a great guy and mentor and everything uh but yeah that's uh that's how i got to that job pretty much it was just that one connection <laughs> yeah it's all it takes too yeah man yeah. just takes that one thing and 
But I mean, you showed like your worth as well. Like mm-hmm. you just weren't. Sure. I, you know, like I know, I know people that like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. And then like just slack off or mm-hmm. you have to keep continuously calling them. Yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. you, but you, you wanted to do it. You wanted to seek out what this really was and how to do it and just mm-hmm. gain all these, everything that you know now. And I mean, there's more to learn. There's always more to learn, but yep. you're, you've came so far from just, you know, watching your friend edit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, uh, actually editing some stuff, yeah. editing uh, and now directing. Yeah. I saw you directed that, uh, I don't know if we can talk about it, but yeah, here we can. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, I can't give too much away, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I could talk about it. Yeah, I got a grant from Vision Maker Media, and uh, uh, it was I got it in March. Yeah, I got it in March, mm-hmm. and then I started pre-production like in May, and then shot it just in the middle of September, uh, last month, and uh, man, it was a dream come true because uh it was the first time uh well i guess the second time i worked with a professional crew and everything was actually in charge but it was the first time i had a budget you know mm-hmm. and it was really cool and like had amazing talent had amazing crew from top to bottom and like it was everyone was happy on the staff and everything it was people i met you know from just living up here and like doing small things with them mm-hmm. or just running into them you know like where it's like coming here for like the christmas party mm-hmm. or you know, like little stuff at Circle Cinema and like uh, I, I've been through the trenches with on like shoots and like everyone had a great time and like all the preparation that it took me to get there like paid off. And I was just like, man, this is awesome because um, I was able to work with great talent like Mato, uh, amazing guy, super talented uh, you know who he is, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super talented. He's awesome. He he's the lead in it. And then this guy named Brent Charles, Afro Indigenous. He's Chickasaw. He, he's from Midwest City, but he lives out in L.A. Mm-hmm. Killed it in his uh, side part. And then this young uh, uh, Cherokee actress. She's only nine, maybe ten. Mm-hmm. And she was playing the little sister to Mato. And dude, it was so awesome to see her shine man like it was like because you know it was it was it was a tough part because it was this kid because you know it's tough where like kids especially native kids are like you know they may be shy a little bit at first and stuff like that mm-hmm. like i know that's how i was and so her being able to be herself on camera and like be funny all but also like full of heart and uh she did amazing motto did a great job like being the lead and a big brother to everyone you know like he was an amazing dude and then brent charles just being able to be charismatic and fun because that's what his character was and so it was it was awesome to see man um but yeah that was a fun shoot to be on and uh yeah <laughs> when's the release date um so the grant is up until april 2024 next mm-hmm. year um so just uh, hitting all these deadlines with them and everything mm-hmm. and then should be released it would, then it would go to like film festivals and then Ooh. do its run yeah so yeah it's uh it's a lot of work but man it's so fun just <laughs> kind of see it slowly come together and stuff like that man i can't wait to watch it man you have to let me know when uh it gets it gets out there yeah man for sure i'll let you know it's uh 
yeah, I'm super proud of it. Uh, but we've still got a long ways. Um, mm-hmm. But like, just the performances and everyone that gave it 110. percent uh, I'm so proud of them. And so, yep, I'm looking forward to that. And then probably the last thing is uh, recently you were on Res Dogs. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You you played Young Fixico. Young Fixico. Yeah. <laughs> man yeah. okay we okay so can we talk about that because yeah it's out yeah, i mean it's out okay so because i had chase on uh-huh and there was like some things we couldn't talk about but i guess that was because it was upcoming yeah we could definitely i mean it's out already man yeah okay yeah it's all right i, mean, I just like, don't want to get no one in trouble so i don't i don't think so i can't remember i know i know we couldn't say anything about it until it got released you know okay but everyone's posting about it and everything true, now true. you know like yeah. i posted about it about my behind the scenes stuff yeah stuff like that okay dude yeah that was uh <laughs> that was a dream come true to be honest man mm-hmm. um because i enjoy acting i wouldn't say it's my passion but i do enjoy it uh but i don't put a lot of time into it because uh it's not what i want to do necessarily but mm-hmm. i do enjoy acting but like there's not a lot of roles for like with my accent like oklahoma <laughs> accent and being native you know mm-hmm. uh but like man when i auditioned for young fix co and i got the part I was just like, no way. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, you got the right number, man? You got, are you sure? <laughs> because they text me like, do you want the role? I was like, I was like, ain't no way this is for real. And then I was like, yeah. They're like, okay, you're director's first choice. Like, that's why we're reaching out. I was just like, oh my goodness. And it was Black Horse. Uh-huh. Uh, Black Horse is awesome. And uh, I remember just being like head over heels. I was like, oh my goodness. Like, this is crazy. And I was supposed to go on a trip for work, and I told them, and I told them I was going to be there for that trip, and I was like, uh, and we're supposed to leave like the next day or something, and I was just like, uh, guys, can you fill someone fill in for me? I was like, because I just got on Res Dogs, and everyone was like excited, and they're like, oh yeah, you have to go to that because mm-hmm. I was telling them I was like, I already made a commitment to y'all, so like, if you need me, I'll be there, and then they're like, no, don't come. <laughs> they're like, go be on, go. Mm-hmm. they're like this is exciting it was like once in a lifetime you know especially for such a pioneer show yeah and they're like go do it and so i was all right and then i did it and uh man it was a full dream like especially like with the cast that was, i worked with like mm-hmm. Quana, isaac nathan motto shelby like all of them man like it was so cool to work with them and like like I don't know, man. It's it's hard to put in the words sometimes, you know, yeah. just like how yeah. surreal it was, and then working with Sterling and like him like directing you and stuff like that. It was so cool, man, and such a great time. That you know, the overall set it was just so fun, and like also just like being able to be like still in your hometown. Uh, it was funny because like some people they were talking to me, they were like micing me up and stuff like that. They're like, "So where are you from, man?" I was like, "I'm from I'm from here." And it was we're in Mogadishu. Mo- I'm from here, man. I'm like what? I'm like no way! I thought you're like from L.A. or something, man. And I'm just like, no, nah, I live on Riverside. And then he goes, what? And then he goes, oh, he's like, that's cool. And he's like, man, you doing it, man? I was like, appreciate it. And uh, it was so cool, man. Uh, like working with that cast and like such a cool story too. And like that's how I met Mato, and then met Quana. Like they're so cool people, man. And then like Nathan cracking me up uh on set all the time man uh 
Nathan Alexis. That's like Paulina's brother. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. He played a, a brownie. Uh, oh, is that young who that Brown- was? Yeah, young okay. brownie dude was funny. Yeah, like there's so many takes that we did. I was just cracking up. I was like, dude, you're freaking hilarious because he was improving, you know, and so yeah. it was hilarious. And then Isaac does such a great job as young Maximus and Shelby. She was also she's uh Lane Factor's sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she was from Oklahoma City area or something, mm-hmm. and uh, we were the only ones from Oklahoma, so it was really cool. Uh, this was like our first debut and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but man, I was starstruck to see Mato and uh, Quana. Man, it was so cool. I was just like, what? I'm in the same uh same episode as them. That's so crazy. <laughs> uh, it was so cool, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many times I can say that. <laughs> dang. <laughs> oh, dang. Dang. Yeah, dude. That was pretty cool because uh, I remember seeing uh, you in the preview, I think. And I was like, oh, shit, that's Josiah. And But, I mean, it was it's cool to, like, see that whole run of that show and then, like, just all your friends in it. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody just did their thing yeah did their thing on it and like just rikers in it too yeah (laughs) rikers i mean just being super proud of everybody man like Mm -hmm. and like what that has brought here you know it gave people a chance an opportunity Mm -hmm. you know it gave them jobs and yeah uh, you know sad to see it go but man but i think you know there's more to come with it hopefully but I don't know. I'm just saying. Don't be hitting me up for <laughs> secrets. I don't know. I'm just. I don't either. I'm just blabbing <laughs> around. But no, no. I, I definitely. I think it is like a start, like a something. You know, that's what I said. Like a pioneer show, man. Yeah. Like it's the first of its kind, and like it's so cool that like uh, they even give it a chance. You know, mm-hmm. and man, they hit a home run with it. Yeah, um, yeah. The whole writing staff and everything, producers, directors on that show. Mm-hmm. You know, man, Sterling killed it, man. And uh, gave everyone Oklahoma. You like, you like, yeah, man, we're doing stuff here in Oklahoma, man. Yeah. Like, it's so cool, yeah. and like, just helps out everyone, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, dude. I mean, we were super proud to see you on there, and just everybody else too. I mean, it was fucking hella cool, and mm-hmm. so you like my 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 costume. I man. liked your costume. <laughs> yeah, it's keen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to look up like. Uh, I was like, "What who's playing?" Or like, I wonder what because like I didn't know what to. I just watched like a short preview. Yeah, and it doesn't really give away a lot. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of like, "I wonder what what he is and yeah, or who he is or like mm-hmm. what what's going on." And and then uh, I was, I'll just wait for it. And so you know, get busy and you kind of forget about stuff. Finally, it came on and uh-huh. they're like, "Oh, young Fixico," and I was like, "Oh, okay, well, that makes sense." Fixico, right? my brother. And then you look like him, you know. Yeah. Yeah, young Fixico. So, yeah. you know, they had, I think FX even did a side by side of you and him on one of their pictures. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, Okay, yeah, I see it too. Like yeah. you know, so good, yeah, we both have good smiles mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah. Yeah. Uh it was an honor to play Young Fixico, man. It was really cool. I liked um, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good, man. Thank you. Yeah. I was definitely nervous, uh, because this was like my first time being the, on the actual set as acting you know mm-hmm. usually i'm behind the scenes you know helping out and stuff like that you know so it was like my first time actually being in front of the camera and uh you know acting you know yeah and, i mean i do shorts and stuff like that like my own shorts if i had to act in them or like friends mm-hmm. stuff like that you know just for fun but um it was really cool but man there was a couple of times when that camera was around my face mm. and like uh, you know that scene when i'm talking to maximus yeah um that camera's like literally right here and 
there's a couple times I just want to like look at it real quick. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I was like, I said, no, I can't, can't really, do I can't, it. I can't do it, yeah, man. I can't, can't look the take, that. you know. Yeah. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was so cool. And like it was 1970s and everything. Because yeah. I love Days and Confused. And so oh, yeah. when I read yeah. the script, I was just like, dude, this is Days and Confused. I was like, this yeah. is so cool. And yeah, I mean, it could have been a whole movie. It was really, it was really fun. Yeah, to be part of. And I really do want to, you know, watch your film and mm -hmm. then even come back on and we'll talk about it. Or like yeah. even when it, when this comes out, you can come promote it. I don't care. Yeah, man. Whatever sure. you want to do, bro. Like, just let me know and happy to help you out however I can. Appreciate me. Yeah, I appreciate uh, us finding time and actually doing this. This is a lot of fun, man. And uh, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't let me down. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man no after like listening because hearing people that be on your podcast stuff like because i know a lot of people that be on your podcast you know mm -hmm. how the native world is mm -hmm. like chance rush and like you know abby rush i grew up with them oh really? Shawnee, yeah my my dad and her dad went to college together oh, okay. and then we grew up together for a little bit in shawnee so like me and abby really close we've been friends since we were little nice yeah and then michael loman um yeah, yeah. that's my uncle oh so, is it? okay yeah. yeah and then so yeah man uh it's yeah. an honor to be on here you know yeah man it's an honor to have you on mm -hmm. and like i said we said earlier man been trying to catch each other on this for a while now but yeah finally happened all in good timing yeah and uh yeah welcome back anytime bro i had a lot of fun just kicking back holding the mics yeah for sure <laughs> man this was nice <laughs> but uh let right know where to follow you and then keep up with you and just if you have anything coming up, let them know. Yeah, uh, you got uh, everything I'm doing. You can see it on Instagram. Uh, there's a couple of a couple of short films on there. It's Josiah W Jones 32. Um, you can follow me there, and I'm just like I'll be posting about my short film and other things. You know, um, sometimes usually about my family and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, if you want to see what I'm doing, uh, Josiah W Jones 32 is my Instagram. And check them out on Res Dogs. And check me out on Res Dogs and. Uh, and the rest of the episodes, man, it's a mm -hmm. great finale. Oh, um, yeah. Like we said, it's over. Gosh. It's over now. I know, man. It's wild. It seemed like one of those things that was never going to end, but it's, all, all good things have to come to an end, you know? It went by so fast, too. It was such a quick three years, man. It, it was, was man. It, it was. It doesn't even feel like it doesn't even feel like it, man. Man. But, yeah, man, I had fun. Everybody go check them out. Follow them. Check out Res Dogs. Uh, look out for all the things he has coming up uh you can follow me on instagram at okie podcast at russmus 49 add me on facebook russell sun eagle check out okie podcast wherever you listen to, wherever you listen to podcasts on apple spotify check out spirit talkers uh check follow us on instagram and tiktok subscribe to the youtube channel and check out wherever you listen to podcasts as well and uh i guess until next time everybody peace Yo, cookie.